For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This episode of the Managing Widget Podcast is brought to you by the Managing Widget Podcast preseason tour happening in Los Angeles, Houston, and Dallas in that order. It's already time. Just really crept up on me that basically the offseason is over. On Friday, I head to Los Angeles. On Saturday morning, we have our podcast in Los Angeles. And then on Sunday, it's the game at the Rose Bowl. And then we're going to Houston for podcast and game, and then Dallas for podcast and game. If you're interested in linking up with us in those three cities this summer at the end of July, please click the link in the show notes for your respective city, LA, Houston, Dallas. Sign up for the show, book your ticket, book your spot, meet us, meet other Maridistas, form friendships, and possibly win some stuff signed by the Real Madrid players. This episode is also brought to you by the Beverly Hilton. If you're traveling to Los Angeles, maybe even have like a impromptu last-minute drive down to L.A. or a flight to L.A., make sure to book your stay at the Beverly Hilton. Join them at the Golden Hour at Aqua Star Pool. You might even find me there. It's their version of happy hour at the iconic Aqua Star Pool and enjoy the most magical time of day from the comfort of your lounge chair Enjoy specialty drinks and tasty bites. That's daily from 4 to 6 p.m. at the Beverly Hilton. They are also proud sponsors of our show and um, are doing a lot to make our stay a little bit more comfortable while we're in Los Angeles. Coming up is a Monday segment of the Managing Wizard podcast between Lucas Navarrete and I. We get into the latest on Mbappe, go over Lucas's sources, and a little, little bit of ranting from both of us in here, but just just how this whole thing is going down. (laughs) So bear with us, but hopefully, more importantly, enjoy it, and let's go. Hello and welcome to a Monday edition of the Managing Madrid Podcast. I'm your host, Kian Sobani. It is currently just after 12 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. CET, and... It's been a while since Lucas and I did the Monday segment. We used to do this thing called El Dia Después. We're still going to do it when next season starts. And we were doing it pretty much all of last season. The idea was like there's enough things to talk about after the post-game show ends on Sunday or Saturday. And then like those like 12 to 24 hours after the game, there's like new things, like new perspectives, new news. So Lucas and I thought it was worth it to do something called El Dia Después, which is a Monday segment where we talk about things things that are lingering and once our emotions have faded from the game. This summer, we decided to take a break from that because we are human. We we do need to recharge the batteries. However, uh, we also spoke last night after Lucas had some news to break from his sources regarding the Mbappe saga. He posted that on managingmadrid.com. So we said, why don't we pencil in something here on Monday just in case something happens? To be honest, nothing really happened, but we decided to roll with it anyway and hit record and just verbalize some thoughts. So 
long overdue, but welcome to the show, Lucas. How are you? Hey, Kian. We're doing fine. Thanks. Explain what you heard yesterday from the club regarding the Mbappe transfer, potential transfer. Okay, I know this is not going to be much for for some people, and I'll I'll probably get to that a little bit later on a bit of a rant. But in terms of the of the news that I that we reported at managingmadrid.com yesterday, it's that there's some uh, expectation from Real Madrid from Real Madrid's board really that Mbappe will kind of give his green light to Paris Saint-Germain about really leaving the the French club this summer and joining Real Madrid this uh, this summer as well we all know just to put this into context that Mbappe has publicly denied his interest in leaving Paris Saint-Germain this summer. That's all related to his uh, desire of uh, earning the loyalty bonus with uh, with Paris Saint-Germain. He, w- he would obviously not get that bonus if he were to be sold uh, this year. And uh, yeah, but apparently Real Madrid seemed to believe that Mbappe has come to to his senses and has realized that if if he actually wants to leave PSG this year, the best he can do is reach uh, some kind of uh, compromise with uh, Paris Saint-Germain about that that loyalty bonus and and ultimately give his green light instead of refusing any kind of move this year and leaving next summer uh, as a free agent instead. I just want to say something about your report because... I read some of the replies to that where where people on social media were like that's not news Lucas that's that's that, that, that's nothing new we knew this I ignore 99% of news I just like I I think I've said this before I don't even read football news if it's if I see one siren or bomb emoji, I've already skipped it. I've I've gone to the next next post. I don't even entertain you. You are completely out of my reality if you post an emoji or bomb. What I will listen to is if someone, if like a, the handful of people that I really really respect and trust, that list is Mario Cortagena, Arancha Rodriguez, Lucas Navarrete. And maybe one or two others off the top of my head I can't think of right now. Guillermo of the Athletic. Alex Kirkland, Rodrigo Fayez, like anytime they report something. A uh, few of the relevo guys too. Yeah. Sure. I don't know them well enough, but sure. Um if I could see months and months of quote unquote news and ignore it. But if someone re- reliable even rehashes old news or or confirm something, I will pay attention to that. So that's why when I read yours and uh, I saw what you posted, I was like, okay, so this confirms some of the noise, right? It's not an opportunistic um, rep- piece of reporting. It's something that you actually heard from the club that was worth sharing because not everything is worth sharing. Not everything is worth having an opinion on. People talk a lot and it's a lot of substance. Uh, sorry, it's a lot of noise and lack of substance. Uh, and it's a, a day and age where you can amass quick following really fast 
based on nothing, right? Like if I right now, if I just rebranded my profile, my Twitter profile, Lucas, and I just started posting sirens and bombs and saying Mbappe will come, Mbappe will come, Mbappe will come, regardless of whether that's true or not, my following is going to shoot up the roof. But I make a conscious effort to narrow down on a niche that's not that. And so that's why I really respect, like if someone says something that is on my short list of people I really trust, that perks my attention. So I wanted to put that context out there. I don't like people who are probably replying to you anyway in that are not listening to this, right? It's a probably different demographic, but that's something that immediately came to my mind um, with regards to this. It's that it just confirms certain aspects of this, of what's happening behind the scenes. This is not, we're not recording this to defend or, or my reputation or anything like that on my reports i just feel like you know whenever i share something i'm very careful that you know it has some traction i can obviously make mistakes but i double check everything i hear it was the case yesterday i don't i don't write everything that i hear and i definitely i don't write based on uh, hinges and and gut feelings you know i don't i don't do that kind of work some others do i don't i think people need to 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 decide what kind of news they want because they complain when these guys on twitter these guys who don't work for any uh, credible or reliable publication they complain when they go with bomb emojis saying that mbappe is going to be presented as a real madrid player on july 22nd they complain when when they when they publish those tweets and they say hey you have no reliable uh, sources there what's your source you're just making this stuff up and then when someone comes like me yesterday or like some other journalists and share something that it's relevant and that it has traction and that you know something you've worked on for the last few days but it might not be this big of uh, groundbreaking news, this big bombshell that shakes the, the entire ground and the entire, and the entire foundation of uh, both Real Madrid and PSG. They also complain and they say, hey, this is nothing new. So you need the fan. This is obviously the general public that I'm talking to. This is the, the entire fan base, if you will. I think they need to, to make a decision about what kind of uh, journalism, what kind of reporting they want from from the Real Madrid reporters, from the Real Madrid quote-unquote insiders, because to me they're complaining about both uh, sides of the of the job. They're complaining about the most uh, tabloid-like tabloid reporting with these bomb emojis and these siren emojis and these false and unreliable reporting. They complain when with that happens and they also complain with uh, when the reliable ones uh are public are, are published and are you know shared saying that hey this is not much we expected more we you know we got our hopes up well guess what real madrid are not going to tell anyone that mbappe is for sure 100 going to be a real madrid player by july 25th whenever you you hear or read that you know it's going to be fake unless you know it's obviously unless it's 24 hours away from the official statement, but they are not going to say that uh, two weeks beforehand. It's not going to happen. So I think people in the fan base need to to make a decision about what kind of journalism they want. I can only speak for myself when I say that I, I've worked hard for every report that I've published with my sources. I think I have a decent track record with, uh, with these uh, reports I publish. 
it's obviously not a big track record because I am the first to acknowledge that Real Madrid don't speak to me, to me very often. They rarely do, in fact, about this stuff. But when they do, I I try to double check for sure. And I feel like the track record is this. And I feel like the track record with the Baran thing to Manchester United was very good. I'm happy with the job I did then. I'm happy with the report I published two weeks ago about Pirri becoming the honorary president of Real Madrid and hope and hopefully I'll also be happy with uh, with this Mbappe saga a few weeks from now, even though it's true. I'm the first to acknowledge that I didn't make a, a commitment saying that Mbappe is 100% going to sign for Real Madrid, but I'm happy about uh, where the report landed and I'm happy about the way I worked about it. You also made it clear in your tweet that this was not are going to be a bombshell news. It's not like Mbappe is coming tonight. It, you made it clear that this, it confirms certain things you've heard, and you also made it clear it's not meant to be the absolute exclusive news. It's just what you heard. And I think that was people completely should, fair. But people should know that already, because I, I'm not that kind. I mean, I've never dropped this kind of uh, exclusive. Uh, Mbappe is going to sign for Real Madrid, or Baran is going to. I always yeah. kind of develop things, you know, slowly and progressively. And this is how transfers work, uh, to be honest. This is how the Baran saga developed. And the Baran saga is the, more com the most uh, relatable to, to this one, because it's a transfer-related stuff. And I feel like, you know, I did a good job then of not uh, making assuming certain things i always said that hey things can change but it looks to be heading towards but i'm leaving for manchester united for a praise in the range of you know you this is how football works is there's there are no such things as uh, certainties in football and it's the same way with the mbappe situation now but yeah people who read my first tweet and and, and expected a big exclusive and a big mbappe is going to wear real madrid's uh, number nine by july 25th and you know real madrid have their jerseys ready in the Adidas store at the Bernabeu and you know people who are expecting this kind of report from me they should probably know better I'm not uh, this kind of journalist I'm not I don't do that kind of work <laughs> mainly because Real Madrid do not tell me that kind of stuff because I believe they do not tell that kind of stuff to anyone like in the end people can do what they want like we're not going to tell people how to behave or, or not behave. We don't have that entitlement or right. And we can't really push our beliefs on, on how people should act or not act on, on anyone. But I've always, I've always been really passionate about this subject because I believe we do need a higher standard of journalism. The way certain questions are being asked, um, we all know what we're talking about. Like every single Real Madrid player was asked about Mbappe. Heck, we even had players in Atletico's presentation being asked about Mbappe, right? And so, but but that also puts onus on us to to consume things differently. Because if, like with the whole Mbappe line of questioning in all of the press conferences, we consumed it poorly, including myself. Like, I, we talked about it. We talked about how bad it was. So on, on one hand, we're at least maybe calling it out. But on the other hand, we're doing exactly what they want, which is to talk about it. And so we gave that got the most clicks. It, it won the battle of engagement, whereas like some of the stuff that is if you want to talk about different things, it just doesn't have that engagement level. So it's also on us to consume it differently, like, you know, to, to not interact with everything you see 
on this matter just because someone said something or just because, you know, a, a line of questioning is asked, you know, again, me, myself included, we have to do a little bit better job of consuming it. And in the end, like, you know, how much can you really fight it? Sometimes you just have to ride the wave and accept that this is the way it is. And sometimes you actually have to join join the wave, unfortunately, um, to even just be able to get the right amount of clicks to pay the bills, right? To feed your kids. Like, you have to at least draw people in with some bait. Uh, otherwise, you know, regardless of how much quality you have in your journalism and in your writing and your podcasting and your reporting, you... It'll all go to waste if it's not clicked on. So it's a, it's kind of a, a, t- a tug of war scenario. Um, but I did want to go back to Mbappe. Uh, also, one 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 more thing, uh, really quick. People yeah. who said, "Oh, not you, not managing Madrid, joining this saga." Guess what, man? This is at least this is my job. My job is asking, man. I've been asking for for the last two weeks or three weeks, really. My job is to ask and report when I hear. The bad thing is that I didn't hear anything for the last two weeks until three or four days ago. You know, it's. But uh, we're not, as you, just to paraphrase what you said, we're not jo- joining this wave uh, for clicks. Our job is to ask as reporters. Our job is to report what we hear. And uh, this was the case. And this has always been the case. We didn't report anything uh, about Mbappe weeks ago, months ago, because we I personally didn't have anything to share re- uh, that was that relevant about the saga. But my job is to ask and, and report about this matter. We're not... This uh, this whole oh not you my I expected better from managing Madrid not to report and and to join the noise on the whole situation man it's our job to ask and report we're journalists so just wanted yeah. to to say it's, that it's, as well it's literally our job it's literally our job like there's the analysis side of things and then there's the new side of things that we do and like for me like I've never been the breaking news type type of journalist obviously like I, i'm more interested in analysis i will have contacts with who i will message to get accurate things that are written or things that like i'm saying that are just to form the most accurate opinion but i'll probably never be the guy who's like tweeting like breaking exclusive stuff um but we until you work. are though if What's someone that? shares something until you are, and if someone shares something relevant to you when you ask, your job is to report, man. And you've done it in the past. You've I have done some... it, but but yeah. I don't like I. Here's the reason I don't generally don't even if I have information, is because I like to kind of wait and see, because sure. I've made a mistake before. Like, like I'll tell you, like, like for example, the when Zidane came back the second time. And this is part. This is pretty much like what tipped tipped it for me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't want, I don't want to be this guy. I don't want to be like the Romano or like the Woj or like this. I just want to be like the morally analyst who like will just have Saglo, yeah, <laughs> like that. Yeah, that that's like my my jam is that kind of analysis, but with with accurate reporting. But that time that Zidane came back the second time, someone at the club, literally at the board level, told me. There's no chance he's coming back. Something changed since that person told me this. And like within less than 24 hours, there was another phone call basically that I don't know if it, 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 the offer was different or different promises were made, but Zidane changed his mind in those like 24 hours basically. And I had already reported that there's no chance he's coming back. And after that, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of, this is like too 
like it, it's you can do it like it's just like for me it's like you have to be yeah, very clear right and very sure yeah and double check and maybe sometimes wait it out uh but yeah but, but like you know that's the thing that's the other thing like a lot of people know things but they also know things from one side of the story and it could right. change and they don't have necessarily the whole picture but yeah sometimes people just use you i mean we obviously don't have this big uh, platform that would uh, raise any kind of uh, big interest from Real Madrid to use uh, our website to you know lean people towards a certain mindset but that's some that sometimes happens in 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 world football and i'm the first to to admit i was the first to admit last night that I found it suspicious that for the first time in two, three weeks, Real Madrid were talking to me about the whole matter. And, you know, that it was coinc uh, that it happened at the same time that Pedrerol was going to do a big show about Mbappe. That turned out not to be a thing. But uh, I, I was the first to admit that this is kind of suspicious, you know? So some, sometimes they share misleading information to journalists to lean people towards, you know, sure. a certain kind of mindset that happens. Sure. It's and not that you were wrong yeah. in the first place. As long as the, as long as your source actually told you this thing, your report was accurate. I mean, you are not things can ha things can change and also lies can be told. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the US. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. But here's where I, I think if, because journalists know that what they're being fed sometimes may not be the whole truth, but it's being fed to them for a reason. I think it's really important, and this is what you did, to make sure it's clearly stated that this is what we've heard. This is what we're being told. And I think they have to be open to the idea like this could be wrong like you know what i mean and sometimes i think and this is why i only trust a handful of people because sometimes this is not clearly stated as to why this is being posted it's it they talk a little bit too matter of the fact you know yeah exactly. this is what happened this is what's happening and there's little room it's like black or white you know and, and that's the part that doesn't resonate with me i like i like the nuanced picture of like this this could be this this could be that um i could have i, I could have gone all in with that same report yesterday and say Mbappe will give his green light to Real Madrid in two weeks. Yeah. But instead I decided to say, hey, Real Madrid expect him to. It's not the same. Things can things can change. And I'm I don't want to commit so hard and so all in for a certain uh, a scenario for a certain outcome. I could have possibly gained more clicks and more uh, yeah, attention by uh, going this way but you know that can also damage your reputation if things go wrong so i decided to go with the expect thing anyway we've done we've talked enough about this whole uh, state of affairs of the journalist uh, of, of journalism and report and real madrid reporting let's uh let's touch page on the on, uh, on the whole mbappe thing if you will i did want to just say though like i think it's funny because there's there are people who like consume managing madrid only in written form and not podcast form. And then there sure. are people who only consume our podcast and not the written form. And I, I can't tell you, and I find it really funny because like I will get messages on 
like Instagram, like, cause I, I upload like just like daily life things that I'm doing, whether it's like hiking or working out or whatever. And people will like re- reply to my stories and be like, man, I respect so much that you're not talking about Mbappe. You're doing out living your life. And like, little do they know I'm literally talking about him every day on the podcast because they don't <laughs> listen to the podcast. But I look, this is the thing. This is where our job comes in. It's that I didn't want to talk about him. But like I can't be We have to. I can't like pretend it's not happening and never talk about him, you know? <laughs> like it's not it's just it's not on the table. And especially to, when yeah. it's like real. It's not like it's not like fluff. Whether he comes exactly. or not is irrelevant at this point. You still have to talk about the idea of like how he Yeah, the noise is real. Yeah. His the finances behind it, like what you know, all that stuff is important to talk about or discuss, entertain, whatever the wording is. Um but you and I were also kind of just waiting to see what the pedal noise was too. So explain yeah. what happened. Cause obviously I'm not tuning in, you know, I, I'm, I'm in Canada. Like at that time, I'm probably like having supper with the kids when that show goes on. So I don't, I'm not going to tune in, but explain to me what happened. I saw like a clip of like someone of Mbappe driving in a circle. That's all I know. Look, the, the, I don't want to uh, criticize someone else's job in the profession after this whole rant we went on. I feel it would be uh, a bit of an of an hypocrisy service, but uh, yeah, I, I expected to see a, uh, a a little bit of a bigger report from Pedrerol because he was himself announcing that hey, something big is coming. I cut my vacation short, so uh, yeah, tune in tomorrow eight thirty a.m. I feel like he sold the whole thing a little bit in a bigger way than than we did. And yeah, it turned out being pretty much nothing, just a debate about the whole situation. At one point, some users on, on the on the chat kind of complained and said, hey, you, you've kind of forced us to be here. We expected a little bit more. And at one point, I don't know if it was him being ironic or anything like that, but he said, hey, don't you think it's enough to see Mbappe's car arriving at PSG's training ground? And he was like, okay, time to to turn this off. And he, he's not going to share anything today for sure. Has there ever been, this is a genuine question. Again, this is someone from someone who doesn't watch the show in part due to time difference. And also I have to prioritize my children and I will do that happily, not a complaint. The timing and like all that stuff. And even if honestly, when I'm in Spain, I don't watch it either. I would just like there's too many good tapas bars open at that time to uh, <laughs> to be sitting at home watching the show because it's on at midnight, I think. Right. Is that what time? Yeah. It midnight. Yeah. Midnight. Yeah. Um, has there this is a serious question. It's not a criticism. Or not, I'm just trying to inform myself. Has there ever been like a time where they make noise and then people tune in and there's been real information that has come true? Yeah, yeah, they've done good job in the past. Okay. They've done they've done good job in other sagas in the past, especially during during the deadlines day and all that. They've they've been reliable in the past. It's true that the, their reputation has taken a hit over the last few years, in my opinion. I think that sure. for for some reason, I don't know why I can speak um, uncertainty about what's going on there. I think that they the 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 faucet from Real Madrid's uh, information has uh, has stopped. I think they don't have the same hmm. sources and the same information they they previously had uh, about Real Madrid. I don't think they have the same kind of relationship that uh, 
uh, that they once had. So mm. their reputation has definitely taken a hit in in that regard. Not only not only about you know what they focus on during the show, but also when they actually share some information and some reports. When it comes to Real Madrid, they do a good job with Barcelona. I think their reporter, their young reporter Dario, I think is a is a good and reliable one when it comes to Barcelona. But I think with uh, with Real Madrid, they are mostly lost in the in the middle. I think Real Madrid has stopped talking to them for for whatever reason. But they in the past for for the last four or five years, they they did good good work in the past when it came to to breaking news and and releasing some exclusive stuff. They were they've been right pretty much once every summer about you know a big story transfer related. Pedrerol was someone to watch closely uh, for his uh, for his reports. Now probably not anymore. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um. Listen, Lucas. Uh. I'm wondering if there's anything that we want to discuss today. It can be regarding this. It can be regarding something else. I know that we kind of went into this with the understanding that this might be a shorter podcast just to discuss some thoughts that we, I think we've already accomplished that particular goal. Is there anything else on your mind, whether this Mbappe related or something else related? I want to ask you if, if you don't find ludicrous that Mbappe wants to cash in on a loyal on a loyalty bonus while kind of wanting to leave PSG. It sounds it's just it goes against my principles, against my basic basic understanding of how the how the world operates. I don't I don't get it. I just it it leaves me in complete uh perplexion really. It's just it baffles me the fact that he seems so determined to cash in on that loyalty bonus while working on leaving PSG. <laughs> so correct me if I'm wrong, but the loyalty bonus is if he s- finishes his current contract, right? At the end of next summer. Right. Right. But some relevant reports, season. yeah, some relevant reports were shared about that today by uh, some French media saying that he will cash in and earn 50% of that loyalty bonus by the end of this month of July. And then the other 50% will be next year. So, yeah. The reason why I think it is fair in this current context for him to demand that is because he, whether you want to believe it or not, at least publicly and contractually speaking, he has said, I will remain until the end of my contract. He's been very careful about that, for sure. <laughs> Whether you believe it or not, it's his intelligent and the what he's been advised to say sure. publicly, right? So if he has fulfilled his obligation to stay at the end of his contract and it's PSG who want to sell him, then he should be entitled to that loyalty. And so he's saying, okay, fine. I don't want to leave, but if you're forcing to sell me, that's a fair point because on the on the other hand he has leverage because Alkelaifi said that Mbappe cannot leave as a free agent next year and he absolutely can. I mean it's in his absolute and complete right to leave PSG as a free agent when his contract expires. You know, so he has leverage here when you know, my contract is up is out is up next next year and I'm definitely leaving as a free agent and you're not forcing me out this summer. So it's true that in that regard he has some kind of leverage. Yeah. Let me ask you this 
to close. Because a week or two ago on the mailbag, I asked you what percentage you would put on Mbappe transfer to Real Madrid this summer. And it was below 50, I think, right? For you? Yeah, it was a third or something like that, I think. Has that changed? I will say that I find it suspicious that Real Madrid are openly talking about this with a small reporter and a small journalist like me. So that single-handedly changed the percentage for me. Yeah, I will probably, I would probably go up to two thirds or something like that. But again, it's just because I find it suspicious that this whole transfer saga, they are sharing something to me so openly. I don't know if they're trying to put some pressure on both Mbappe and PSG in this regard. I'm sure that more reports will will come from Real Madrid's uh, board for the next few days or so. Not necessarily to me, probably not, but I'm sure that some relevant information will be shared from Real Madrid's uh, sources over the next few days or so, because it seems to me that they are now openly willing to admit that this is something that might happen. I could raise it to two thirds or something like that, just because I find it extremely suspicious that they, for the first time in like a month, openly talked about the matter to me yesterday. Lucas, don't discredit yourself. The fact that you call yourself a small journalist makes you bigger than so many people who call themselves big journalists. You're humble. I appreciate you. Do great work. Keep it up. Ignore the social media noise. And I thank you for all your hard work, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, Kian. I appreciate you as well. And I appreciate also the the biggest percentage of our listeners and our and our our community because I realize that this is just uh, I'm I was kind of focusing on a small part and a small percentage of the uh, of the whole community who were kind of frustrated about the report. I realize that this is not uh, the the this wasn't the majority of the people speaking and feeling disappointed about the report. I realized it. So I, I also appreciate you and, and definitely appreciate the community as well. Thank you. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll do a couple more podcasts this week, uh, probably only on Patreon. So if you want access to those, patreon.com slash managing Madrid, including Lucas and I will do a mailbag this week later. If you want to submit your questions through our Discord channel, uh, again, Become a patron to make sure not only you're able to ask questions, but also access the podcast itself. And then I think on, oh, we might have to reshift the podcast to Wednesday. Well, I think I can swing Thursday morning, actually. I, I just realized I'm, I think I'm heading to LA on Thursday for preseason. Oh, so heading to, already? Uh, yeah, I think it's this, this week, right? It's already yeah, next well, week we play. It starts on Thursday. I didn't. I didn't know you were going to LA on the very first day, man. I see, uh, you're, yeah, oh, you're yeah. going all in as well. Yeah, it's yeah. a ten day nice. trip for me. LA, then Houston, then Dallas, and uh, unfortunately not Orlando. Uh, I could, I could if I wanted to, but I miss my kids, man. Ten days is a lot when you have kids. So, um, yeah, that that's Orlando, our... Orlando people don't don't get me wrong and don't get mad if there's any of you out there, but you're probably missing the smallest city and the smallest venue anyway. So yeah. Probably. Yeah. The priority was the West Coast. Yeah, sure. No no question. Uh, love you, Orlando. Don't take it personally. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyway, Lucas and I will figure that out. Mailbag will go up this week on patreon.com slash management. Lucas, thanks for your time, buddy. Thank you, Kian. No problem. 
All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Before we wrap it up, we wanted to give a quick shout out to our patrons over on patreon.com slash Madrid who do so much to support the show. We thank you guys all for being part of the Real Madrid family and growing with us. It's been an honor, absolute pleasure, and we hope to continue growing this thing. Shout out to our $10 plus patrons specifically because if you pledge $10 or more, you get a specific shout out on the podcast in addition to getting guaranteed responses to your questions and getting access, of course, to all the all the content we do. So shout out to these $10 plus patrons, Brandon Alvarez, Willie Reed, Will Sousa, Way Pairing, Wamik Jamal, Tobias Arroyo Bacher, Tahmid Kalam, Sushank Damala, Sujai Wani, Somanshu Singh, Sheikh Hatiri, Sergio Arispe, Santos Solorzano, Samuli Justin, Samar Z, Sai Mohan, Sasi Kumar, Rodrigo Balmaceda, Rishi D, Phoenix, Peter Powell, Paulo Fierro, Patrick Diafari, Oscar Barrera, Nico Laxo, Nicholas Moller, Nick Ribeiro, Nelson Masariego, Naveen Babu Ramesh Babu, Mowgli, MJ Diego, Michael Zinberg, Marin Myrtle, Matthew Atkins, Martin Ridman, Magnus Lext, Logan Stahl, Leon Stavronakis, Kunal Tilakar, Crystal Glass, Kevin Rivera, Jose Osorio, Jose Cruz, John Fernandez, Jeff Soa, Jason Fitz, Jacob P., Ian Marley, H.M., Graham Gerard, Gary Cohut, Frederick Rantakiro, Frederick Sundros, S.A. Davisito, Eloy Enriquez, Edward Sossman, Daniel Williams, Connor Connor McMorrow, Christian Toff, Christian Acosta, Brendan Powers, Brandon Stevens, Arnab Mukherjee, Armand Gashi, Armando L., Anthony Tharp, Andres Silvestre, Ananya Kumar, Alex Steiberg, Azaz Hussein, Adrian Rios, Adar Zalukovic, Adam Dorsey, Bella Chow, Varun, Ramtin Magrur, Fabian Moreno, and Daniel Smith. Absolute legends. Thank you guys so much, and Halamari. Sports Social Podcast Network.